Nunamud Beis, about 11 lines from the bottom of the two dots, Val Mali Tarvad Rekev. That's a quote from the Mishnah. The Mishnah was discussing uh, significant uh, things that have Tamitumas uh, Meis, that if a Nazar came into contact with him, he'd have to uh, bring a whole bunch of Korbanas and count days and go through a whole procedure. Um, and one of the things in the list was a Mali Tarvad Rekev, which is uh, literally like a spoonful or a ladleful. It was a, like sort of a known measuring cup full of. Uh, Corpse dust. When a corpse decays and decays further, it will uh, eventually turn into like a type of powder dust. Um, a mole tarvat of that is uh, problematic for a nazir. So Kamashiro, the Gemara now asks, what is that amount? How much is a mole tarvat? Two opinions, Chizkiah, who we circled, and one line later, Rabbi Yochanan, who we also circled. Chizkiah says, it's a mole pisas hayad. Basically, one palmful. I guess you put your palm uh, facing up, and the amount that you could hold in your palm, that's how much it is. Rabbi Yochanan, who we circled, Amar, mole chafanov. It's together with the fingers. Um, that is the shear. So uh, I guess it would be the palm and uh, what you could pile up uh, on the, uh, the fingers. It's not. You have a, mm, probably a brysa. Um, goes for about two lines, and we're going to see a machlokas between Rameir and the Chachamim. Says the Tanaic source, Mole Tarvad Rekev, Shamru, that which we had said, Yeshnan. Uh, what's the size? How much is it? Mikishrei uh, etzba'esav. That's a uh, gears of change based on the uh, graph from the knuckles. That would be the uh, part where the finger attaches to the uh, palm. Ulamala. Uh, and uh, and then above that, Divrei Rebbe Meir. We box Rebbe Meir. That's his uh, opinion of how much a Malitara Rekav is. And the Chachamim, we also boxed, they say it's Malay Chafanov, which would be the palm together with the uh, fingers area, where you could pile up of powder on there. Okay, um, that would be the end of the snake source. Now, those are Tanoim. We had two Amay Roim, Chizken Rabbi Yochanan. So Bish, Lamay Squiglan, and the Bishma, according to Rabbi Yochanan, all is fine and well and dandy. Who da Amar Kirabanan, his opinion, Basically the same thing as the Chachamim had said, Amalei Chafanov. Ella, I squiggle around the Ella, Ella Chizkia, come on, who, who would he be going like? The only two Tanaim we know on the issue who stated an opinion, Rameir and the Chachamim, and he's not going like Rameir, and he's not going like the Rabbanon. So the Gemara has two answers. Answer number one is here, I put a number one in the margin, and two lines later I put a number two in the margin. Answer number one, Amri, we answer, Malei Pisas Hayad, that's a three-word phrase. And mole kishre spice of ulamala, it's a four-word phrase, the amount of uh, powder you could hold on your palm and the amount of um, powder you can hold uh, from the knuckles to the tips of your fingers if you put them together and piled up powder there. Chad shiurda, who is actually the same amount. So if you could you know, hold about, let's say, three ounces of powder in your palm, that's the same amount that you could... Hold if you had your fingers um, piled up with it. Amar le of Shimi bar Adela Rapapa, this would be a second approach. Mimaitahai, three word phrase, Mikishwet's place of Ulamala. Who says that um, when the Tanaic source mentioned a shear of from the knuckles and above, from the finger knuckles and above, who says the above is going towards the tips of the fingers? Who says that's Leroish? 
Kama Dilma, maybe the direction, what it meant is Lamala, almost imagine a man uh, standing with his arms at his side. Lamala going up would actually be from the knuckles of the fingers up until the end of the palm, Lamata Midide de Havile, which is essentially the same thing as a Mole Pisas Hayad. And that would be essentially then the exact same Shidr. Uh, Rabbi Meir and Chizki would be saying the exact same thing. Period. The uh, teku is uh, taken out. Shouldn't be there. Tan Rabbanan. The Gemara brings a brisa. Brisa goes for four and a half lines and starts here. Uh, we had mentioned rekev. We'll call it corpse dust. Eizuhu meishiyeshle rekev. Which type of uh, deceased person is it that if you come back, uh, you know, a long time later and he's, he's kind of like turned into powder or dust, that there would be rekev and, and specifically that there'd be... Uh, so much uh, a tuma to that that it would transmit the tumas mace if it was under the same oil. And in our case, a, a nazir will have to stop his nazirus and bring karbanais and, and shave his hair and only then start again. So, w- what type of rekiv is that? Well, here we go. And it's going to have to be a very specific case. It's a mace, a deceased uh, person, Shanikvar Arum, who basically was buried totally clothesless, Be'arunj Shel Shayesh, in a marble coffin. Oh, I'll got be Ritzba Shalavanim, or in some sort of like marble floor. Zehumesh Shayesh Rekev. The uh, issue being that you don't want there to be any uh, concern of anything else having mixed in with the uh, mace as it was uh, decomposing. Nikbar Biksusai, if, however, the mace was buried in some sort of uh, burial shrouds, Be'aron Shel Eitz, in a wooden coffin, or Al-Gabin Ritzba Shel Levanim, or on a, well, like a brick floor, which you could have tiny little pieces of the brick uh, breaking off. Zehu, that would be an example of a mace. She'ein loy rekev, that if you came back later and you saw there was a bunch of... Uh, decomposed sort of like powdery dust stuff that the, since there could be other things mixed in with it, there would not be the din of uh, uh, Rekev. That's the end of the Brisa. Amar Ula, uh, Anderlein Ula's name, Ein Rekev. Uh, Ula says that uh, you only have Rekev if the following happens. Ein Rekev, Elahaba, you have to have some Basar, some of the muscles, Minagidim, the sinews, minat samais, and the bones, some of each one of them. That's what Ula says. Okay. Ace Ula. The following thing source is brought by Rav is a question on Ula goes for five words. Starts here. Now the Tanaic source says, Rekev Haba Min Habasar is Tahor. Okay, what type of Rekev is not the uh, Rekev that's so intensely problematic for our Mr. Nazir? That's Rekev that would come exclusively from. Busser, again, I'm going to translate the busser as the uh, muscles. Okay, that's the end of the snake source. Let's make a diuk. Ha min ha etzem. Let's say it was rekev that came only from the bone. Apparently, that would be tummy. That rekev would be full fledged um, radioactive rekev. Apparently, comma connector, valve of the lake of busser, even though there was no muscle that decomposed along with it. Now, according to Uli, you have to have all three of them together. The duke from the Tanaic source seems to indicate that um, decomposed bone or powderized uh, bone would be uh, enough. So the Gemara answers no. Or I guess uh, Gemara answers on behalf of Ula Amri Hachi. This is the way uh, you should um, be medayek from the Tanaic source. It's like a one line rereading. Rekev habamin habasar tahor. That rekev that comes only from basar is tar 
until you have at least some uh, bone that was with the uh, flesh, the uh, muscle, and that's what decomposed. Okay, that's what you need. But one second, didn't Ula say you had to have three ingredients? You had to have some sinews in there also? How like a gidim? Well, answers the Gemara that actually, if you had bone and you had muscle, EFSR, it's impossible, to not have some uh, sinews uh, mixed in with it. Period. Amar Rav Shaman, Girsa changes the name, Rav Shaman Baraba, Amar Rabbi Yechon, I underline his name. Shnei Mesim, Shikavran Ze Im Ze. Imagine if you have two uh, deceased people that were uh, buried uh, one next to the other. Naasu Galgalin Zelaze. They basically, sort of like, uh, we'll call Galgalin, like a messed up mixture. And that messed up mixture makes it so that they don't have the din of Rekha. If you come back and find some corpse dust, uh, it would not be uh, so radioactive. Massive Rav Nassim. Rav Nassim, or maybe I probably gears a change to uh, Rav Nassim Baravoshia, because it's the same um, name that we had before. Uh, same Tanaic source. It goes for five words. Rekev Haba. So that's almost exactly like the case that we just had. Um, if you have a Rekev, and it came from two Mesim, oh, it would be Tame. But didn't, didn't we say that Shnei Mesim, they become Galgal and Zelazan, it, it basically messes up the mixture? Amarava, and here's the difference. Shekavru if you have two mesim, each one was buried on its own. We hear kivun, they decomposed and I guess turned into some sort of like dried, uh, powdery thing. The amdu al tarvad rekev, that is when, uh, the two of them together, uh, would be able to have that din of the intense, uh, mali tarvad rekev. However, um, if you have, and I guess this would be the, uh, Shaman Bar Abba's case, that's where you had them buried next to each other, and as they were decomposing, I guess they were mixing into each other, that's where it would be a problem. And it would be uh, not Rekev, not as uh, radioactive. Period. Amar Barchana, Yechanan, I underline the name. Gaza Sa'aroi. Let's say uh, you have a deceased, they, uh, a person had his uh, hair cut off, Vikavraimo, and buried along with them. Naaseloi Galgalin. It would make when you come back uh, later and it's uh, all sort of like decomposed and dried and uh, maize dust, uh, that that would make Galgalin. In other words, it would take away the din of Rekev. Okay, that's what Rabbi Archon Rabbi Yochanan said. Tznan Hasim, we have a Mishnah over there in Masech Sayalais. Got a uh, two-line quote of the Mishnah over there. Says the Mishnah, Kol Shebemes Tamei Chutz, everything that you have of a deceased person is Tamei, except for Shinaim, his teeth, sayer, hair, and Sipar, and fingernails. Ubeshaz Chiburan, if those things are connected to the mace, still Kulan Tamei, and they're all Tamei. Bo'i, and this uh, gets us into a series of uh, questions we're going to ask. Uh, I used a diamond to mark the boys. The first diamond is on this boy. Two, four, six lines later, second one in line is boy. I put a diamond around that. Two, four, six, eight lines approximately later, last one in line is a boy. I put a diamond around that. Anamud Bayes on the third line, the third word is a boy, that gets a diamond. Two lines later, in the middle of the line is a boy, that gets a diamond. One line below that, first word on the line is oiroi. There's a boy, that gets a diamond around that. 
skipping down about, let's see, two, four, six, eight, about ten lines from the bottom. Last word on the line is Rava. The word before that is boy, that gets a diamond. And three lines before the end of the Amud, last word on the line is boy, that gets a diamond. So let's see, what do we got here? Two, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight boys. Eight questions. So here we go. Here's the first. Boy, Chizkia. Uh, Chizkia asks the following. How about if you have hair that really uh, should have been cut? Now, the way that the uh, rush learns, what do you mean hair that should have been cut? Um, apparently, there was like a understanding of what would be considered regular hair and what would be considered hair that was uh, long enough that it should be cut. So whatever that shear is, you have hair that uh, was really uh, ready to be cut or or uh, fingernails that also needed to be uh, um, uh, shorn or clipped or uh, cut. My, what do we say over there? A, Odilma B. Me, Amrinan, A, do we say, anything that was really should have been removed, even though it wasn't removed, it's like it's removed, and we look at it as though it's like it removed. Odilma, I squiggle in on the Odilma. Odilma B, Hashtamia, Ha, mechubarin. Very nice that it should have been removed, but it wasn't. It's, it's attached, and therefore we'll look at it as always attached, and it would have the uh, same din as the mace. Well, the Gemara attempts to answer that question. lay. why don't we uh, answer it, midi Rabba Barbarchana? What did Rabba Barbarchana say about uh, seven, eight lines ago? That uh, if you cut off the hair and buried it with the maize who would make galgalin. Time amishum de gazas. So the reason would be because you cut off the hair. Haloi gazas, if you left the hair, apparently, no matter how long it was, lo, that wouldn't be the case. And that would answer our boy. The Gemara rejects this as a uh, absolute answer and says, maybe not. Could very well be, hachi kamar, that this is uh, the way to understand uh, Rabba Barachana. Gazaz harezik al-galin. So if you cut off the hair and then buried it together with the person, it would make it a, a messed up mixture and there would be no din of rekev. However, loy gazaz, if you didn't cut out cut off the hair and just buried the mace with his hair and it was quite long, Mibayle would still remain a question to Rabbi Barachana, Amrabi Yechanan, and uh, we do not resolve that question. Boy, the next question, I put a diamond around the boy, and this is brought to us by Rabbi Yirmiya. Boy, Rabbi Yirmiya, Rekev Habamin Ha'ekev Mahu. The uh, heel, often the heel of a person has uh, a lot of like thick, sort of almost like dead flesh, I won't even say flesh, maybe dead skin. And uh, the din would be uh, unsure. Does that have the din of rekev uh, when that stuff sort of like uh, decomposes and turns into dust or not? Kigamirin rekev, habami kule mace. It's from the entire uh, mace. Aval ekev, it comes from the uh, heel part. Uh, low, there wouldn't be a din of rekev. Odilma, oh, he's squealing on the Odilma, oh, or maybe loishna, maybe it makes no difference. The heel part would also be, uh, have the din of rekev. So, Tashma, come in here, Titania of Nasan Baroishia, the uh, following snake source, and might look familiar, we had it earlier today, it goes for five words. It says the snake source, rekev haba mishnei mesim tame. If you have rekev that came from two different mesim, that would have the din of rekev and be very tame. Now, if you were to think, that rekev that came from the heel uh, would not be, the dead skin of the heel would not be considered rekev, then the problem, how could you have rekev above shishtay mesim? Why won't you say zil hacha dilma derech ekev kasi zil? The hacha dilma derech ekev kasi. You go to either one of those two mesim and maybe part of it is 
Akev Rekev, heal corpse dust. And uh, that apparently would answer the question. The Gemara rejects that as being a valid answer and uh, adds in the uh, Bach, the little base should read in Hechi Dami. Yow now, how you can't compare, how you, you can't make a comparison. Because uh, what happened? E, I squiggle and line the word E, E de irkiv kule mace. If the entire mace uh, sort of decomposed, turned into corpse dust, the kaasi derech ekev, and it also, along with that, was the ekev that uh, um, decomposed and turned into corpse dust. Hachinami, indeed, it's true that it would be tame. Ella hacha, what's going on over here though? Kagain de irkiv chad ever. It's only one limb that. Uh, uh, decomposed, vikaasi derech ekev, and it also has some ekev uh, decomposed corpse dust along with it. My, what would we say? Well, not much. We uh, conclude with the teku. Boi, I put a diamond on this boy, and again, this is Birmia who asked the question. How about this? Uberme isha, a fetus in its mother's womb, and then the mother dies. Have uh, galgalim oiloi, does the fact that when the mother decomposes, the uh, yet unborn baby will also decompose. Maybe that'll mess up the mixture and there'll be no din of malitarvad rekev. Kevanda amar mar, since we know in general, we say uber yerech imoi, the uh, unborn uh, baby, the fetus in the mother's womb is considered just a, another limb of the mother. Hilkach, therefore we would say, as far as we're concerned here, gufahu, it's considered part of the body, veloyavi galgalin, and therefore it would not mess up the mixture, it would be a valid molitavad uh, rekev. Uh, Odilma, or maybe I squiggle around the Odilma, kevanda seifoi lotseis, Right, true, like right now, this uh, fetus is inside. But since it uh, all uh, being well, if the woman would have lived, uh, it would have come out. Mifrash parish mine, it's considered separate. Almost like, you know, a hand or a foot doesn't come off a person, but the uh, uh, baby is born. Uh, what would we say there? Now, before we even answer it, we'll take it a step further. If you want to take the side and say, Uber, Mifrash parish mine, uh, if you want to say that since the uh, fetus, if the woman would have lived, would have come to term and then uh, separated uh, from her, how about this? Let's say there was semen. Uh, before the woman died, she had relations with a man. His semen is inside of her. Mahu, uh, what would we say over there? Colon, mi amrinan. Do we say, since nothing, like no little baby had been formed yet, it's sort of like part of her, Odilma, Kevan de me almakasi, or, no, that was something that came from outside, it was a man who had ejaculated inside of her, and that's not really like part of her, and therefore, lo, that wouldn't be the case. Boi, another question, I put a diamond on this, boi, boi rapapa, well, how about this, pirsha mahu. Uh, Pirsha is as the food, you eat food, it goes through the system, uh, gets to the intestines, and I mean, eventually comes out as tsaya, as uh, excrement. Let's say it's like in the intestines, you've got, uh, I guess it's stuff that eventually become excrement, and it's, it's making its way through the system. What do we say there? Kevandalimakaima. Since a person can't really live unless they're eating, who is considered a essential part of the person while they're alive, and so too when they die, uh, that which it decomposes along with the mace would still be uh, have the din of uh, molitarvad rekev. Odilmer maybe 
Like, true, a person needs it to live, but it's not the essential part of the person. Like, it might be inside of the person for a few hours, for a day, for two days, but it may, maybe that would be a problem. Well, uh, how about this? Boy, diamond around the boy. What about a person's skin? Now, we haven't been talking about skin. We've been talking about muscles and bones and sinews, but nothing about the uh, skin. What would we say over there? Well, boi, um, another diamond around the boy, boi Ravuna Barmanoach, kichayveniyaymau. How about a person's uh, saliva or their mucus? What, what about that? I'm really Rav Shmuel Barach, Papa. Regarding the numerous questions that have just been asked, the Isal Kadaita Kolhani. The Kamar Hafe Galgalin. Well, one second. If you're going to say all of these things would uh, make a messed up mixture and there'd be no uh, din of Malitarvad Rekev, then Rekev Demetame Hechemishkach. So, where are you going to find that uh, corpse dust that, that would uh, transfer Tuma even in Ohel? Like, uh, aren't all these things like basically in the people who get buried? Well, True, however, uh, you would possibly be able to find it in the following case. And I, I don't know how many people ever go through that before they're buried, but they basically uh, gave the person uh, who was just about to die a uh, a type of drink that clears out the whole system. It, it's sort of a diuretic and then uh, becomes heavy diarrhea and then uh, essentially uh, it makes it so that nothing can stay in the system, the digestive system. Also, the sachya nasha, the shalku, the metzferia, they, um, they anointed the body with uh, a depilatory, which basically removed every single hair from it. And shalku and metzferia, they then boiled... Uh, that sounds like disgusting, but they boiled the person in like uh, uh, boiling hot Tiberius water and uh, removed their their skin, and that's the type of person that would have rekev. Okay, uh, it doesn't sound very uh, I don't know Jewish in practice, but that that's where you would get that. Amar Abaye, Naktinan. We have a tradition. Mace shetachna. If you have a deceased uh, a person who was. Uh, ground into like a, a powdery dust, ain't loy rekev. There'll be no rekev there. That's what Abayi says. Ibayalahu, well, how about this? Tachnoi, if they sort of ground a person into ground dead person, mahu. but then they uh, left that to uh, become actual type of like uh, corpse dust. How do we look at that? Is the main thing that makes corpse dust so uh, corpse dust-like the fact that it has these three ingredients in it? It has muscles, it has sinews, and it has bones, and while well, this stuff has it in it, Odilma, or maybe or maybe, no, it has to have come to that state um, without any additional uh, activities involved, and, and this didn't, because this was ground up, uh, and therefore it wouldn't have the din of uh, Molly Tarvid Rekev, Teku, the uh, issue remains unresolved. Period. Tani Ulabar Chanina, the following today's source goes just over a line. And uh, it says like this, if you have a mace shechaser, that's a uh, person who died and he was uh, missing part of him, part of his, uh, I guess his body was uh, uh, cut off. Uh, that mace will um, not have all of the dinim of a, of a mace. That's the end of this next source. Let's go over each one of these three points. Number one, 
when that a deceased person um, eventually decomposes and turns into some sort of corpse dust, that would not have the nevrekev because apparently missing a part of the person. Uh, Veloy tefusa, tefusa is uh, the din of. Uh, if you uh, find a deceased person on the road, you have to not only take the deceased person, but you also have to sort of like dig uh, uh, some uh, uh, what would appear to be virgin dirt around the person because you never know. It could include part of that human being and the human uh, body is gifted to us by the Rabbanu Shalom and it's all holy. But if it's uh, if it's chaser, this uh, deceased, then it doesn't have the dinat fusa. And Veloy Shrunas Kavara. Shrunas Kavara says, if uh, you, you dig an area and you find, oh my goodness, there's a mace there, and then you uh, dig uh, uh, somewhere else, start digging, and you see there's another one, and there's a third one, it's got to be that all three of them are Sholem, complete, not Chaser. Uh, if you have three of them, then they, they, there would be a whole space, an additional area around them that you have to assume is probably a uh, place that people were buried, in other words, a cemetery. Uh, but with the, if it's a mace that's chaser, it doesn't have the uh, din of Shchunas That's the end of the Tanaic source. Mace We have a, another uh, Tanaic source that would seem to be a bit problematic for this uh, teaching of Ulabar uh, Hanina. The uh, Gemara's question takes in now about a three-line Tanaic source with about another two lines of explanation, and, and that's going to be the question. So, Mesve. This is picking up in Mesechas Edyais in the middle of a Mishnah, um, and the Mishnah there is uh, talking about if there's a Kezayis of uh, Basar from a person who is alive. There are those who say that it's Tahor, there's those who say that it is Tahor. So the uh, discussion over there continues and says, Lo, comma, no, you can't compare the two, because if you're going to say by a completely deceased person that has the din of even the majority of their bones would uh, uh, be very tame, the rova and a rova kavavatsama, as we said, would also have the high-level tuma, and also has the maletarvat rekev. Toimar, can the same be said? Bechai, if it's a live person who may be uh, lost a limb, that that limb does not have rov, velo rova, velo molitarvidrekev. That's the end of the snake source. So that would not apply. The same thing that we see it does apply to a deceased person does not apply to if it's uh, only a live person who, let's say, uh, a limb or a number of their limbs uh, were detached. Now, that's the end of the snake source, comma connector, hey, chidami. What exactly is the case? Is it not to irkiv chad aver? It must be maybe, let's say, a one of the person's avarim, eh, you call it like a leg or an arm, uh, became uh, detached and then uh, decomposed. Uh, de kavase, where the parallel case, gabi mace, when it comes to a uh, fully deceased person, afilu chad aver, Ikarekev, apparently, from that person, even one aver would have the din of rekev. Now, that's very uh, problematic because the teaching of uh, Ulabar Chanina, which we finished about six lines ago, indicated that no, you need a mace sholem if the mace is missing anything. And here it seems like just one limb will have the din of rekev. Well, says the Gemara in uh, answer to this question, the question is based on the diuk that we made. After the Tanaic source, Mikatani does it say ha mace, which would have implied an Ava from a mace. It doesn't. Ha kamash the chiddush is simply uh, not as sharp a diuk, but rather shu mace yesharekev shum chai in larekev. Not every mace, but there are some masim that have the din of rekev and some chais that 
don't. Not that you could say it is an absolute din that you could make a diuk from. Boi Rav, I put a diamond on the boy. Rava asks the following. Here give Kishu Chai. Imagine if a person, I guess, uh, lost part of their uh, their body or their limbs and it, it decomposed. The Chazru Mace, and then that person dies. Mahu. What do we say about that person's Rekev now? Kikamiri Rekev. When we learn the din of Rekev, De Irkiv Kishu Chai. Well, that's... Uh, this person had the decomposing happening while he was, uh, excuse me, the irkiv kishu mace. That the, the the typical person, he dies and then his entire body decomposes. Odilma hashtamia hamayis. So let's say this guy had his arm hacked off and that decomposed, and then he had uh, the rest of his body. Um, when he died, uh, that decomposed. Well, maybe he's dead now. So Tashma coming here, about a one and a half line Tanaic source, and uh, might look familiar. We just had it. Lo. This is the uh, Mishnah and Edias that's comparing and contrasting a uh, a person who dies completely and decomposes versus a live person who loses a limb and that limb decomposes. Lo, you can't say that. If you're going to say by a mace, by a, a fully uh, dead person, Sheishla that has the din. We see lots of chumras. Rove even a majority of the bones, or rova, a certain shear of the bones, umoli tarvarekev of uh, corpse dust, taimar bechai, etc. Now, Simple diuk. Taima mishum chai. The reason is because he is alive. Ha mace. Apparently, if the person had died, yeshle rekev. That would apparently uh, answer the boy of Rava. Where rejects this and says, uh, you're getting the feeling that uh, this daf nunalaf, there's a lot of rejections going on, because there are. Mikatani does the Tanaic source, again, the Tanaic source itself didn't say that. We made a diuk. Does it say ha mace? Kama, no, it doesn't. Hakamash Mulan, the Kiddush would be, though, the Shumais, there's a concept of a mace, Yesharekev, and Shumchai, and there's a concept of a Chai that ain't like Rekev. Boy Rava, the last in our series, and this uh, gets quite off topic, still talking about something that's lacking or missing. We know that there is a um, Isser um, to, uh, Isser Losa, say, so let's say eat an ant. Um, and as a low so say if a person eats an ant, he would be chayev, chayev, malchus for uh, doing that. Well, Rav wants to know, how about a person eats a ant, let's say that had three of its legs uh, plucked out. So a nemala shechasra, um, if it's uh, not a complete ant, mahu, what do we say? Colon, um, do we say shiura gemirin la? Uh, there's a certain shear, and that shear is a live complete ant, or dead complete ant, the hachaser, and this one that's in our example, it's missing three legs, would not be that, and therefore there'd be no malchus, oh, or maybe biria gamiri la. What we learned is an ant that could live, and a land that's missing a few legs uh, can certainly live, and therefore there would be um, malchus for a person who eats it. So, that's the question. Amar Rav Yudami Diskarta Tashma, come in here from the following almost four lines in Aik source. This is by Yikri Yud Aleph, um, uh, Pasuk Lamed Aleph. Uh, the Pasuk says, uh, in Pasuk Lamed Beis, and Pasuk Lamed Aleph, let's see, Pasuk Lamed Aleph uh, says, um, regarding Shratzim, uh, Creepy Crawlies, and it says uh, there's a Tuma issue, if you asher yiga bahem, that's the first word quoting in the uh, Brisa, uh, uh, that you touch bahem them when they are dead. 
Now, the next Pasuk, in, in Pasuk uh, Lamed Beis, it says, Asher Yipol Mayhem, with a Mem, from them, El Taicha, that's talking about it falling into the airspace of a Kli, Cheresh of an earthen word utensil. Bottom line, it's referred to as Bohem and Mayhem. Now, Bohem, of them, implies complete, and Mehem implies from them a, a incomplete amount. So, let's see the Tanakh source now. Tashma. The Pasuk says, Vayikrud Aleph, so Bohem seems to imply you have to have the entirety of the, uh, in that case it would be, let's say, a lizard or something like that. Well, Tamil Laimar, Mihem. That's the uh, other Pasuk, Pasuk uh, Lamid Bays, that says, Asher uh, Yipol, Mihem. Well, Im Mihem, if from them, Yahweh Mixasan, you might think that a part of the. Uh, creepy crawly would be enough to transmit the tumor there. Well, Tamudaim are Bohem. In other words, it refers to the creepy crawly sometimes as Bohem and sometimes as Mehem. Hakatesad. So, how do we uh, deal with this? Ad she yiga bemiktsasan shu kekulan. It would be that the person would have to come into contact with part of the uh, creepy crawly, which is like all of it. Now, how much is that? And the rabbis set that uh, size as being one barley. Colonel's uh, worth, which is quite a small size, but that is the sheer shikena hachaymate uh, type of uh, lizard uh, reptile thing. Tchilas biryasay bekadasha. The uh, beginning of its uh, life, it, it starts out very, very, very small, as basically the size of a adasha. Now, that's the snake source. Shmami no. We apparently can conclude from this snake source that uh, did we have a sheer? We did. The sheer was an adasha. Shmami na shiura gemirila. Now we do have a. Shior, and uh, as far as our boy of Rava, uh, if the shear is an ant, then you would need to have a whole ant. The Gemara says, uh, in line with almost every other answer we gave today, not necessarily. Amr of Shmaya, Kipo'inan Shiura, that which a shear is needed, which was in the uh, Bryce's case of the shear of Anadasha, that was de. That if it didn't have an Adasha's worth, it would not transfer Tuma. Why? Because if it doesn't have an Adasha's worth of size, it, it never would have come to life. Like that's the smallest size that it ever gets any sort of life to it. Uh, it, it literally, like, it's interesting, I'm calling it a Neshama, not even a Nefesh, but that a some sort of life force never. Uh, falls, it doesn't have the ability to, to take over it when it's, when it's less than the size of an Adasha. However, we don't know anything about, and this is more of what our question was, about Nafla Ba Nishama. If it actually once did live, it could very well be that, no, that wouldn't be the case, and it would still be problematic. And therefore, or I don't know, the answer is Tibayilach, the question is still a question to you. In other words, it remains unresolved. Adkan.